go piss. It'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes. James, it's just you and me tonight. I, You know, we talk about doing shows like that once a month, and sometimes we get guests and people can't make it one day, and the next date that comes available, they can, and we work them in on the days that we had thought we would do a show, just you and me, but tonight's the night. Sound like a winner to me. I like doing these shows because it – to me, it gets a little personal, especially when we have so many new people coming in, Lyle. We really, they really get to know just us. That's right. And it gets us, gets a lot of interaction with uh, the people in chat. And speaking of the people in chat, what do you say we go through a bunch of them? Sound like winter. We got a pile of them in right now. Yes, we do. And they keep coming. And we're glad of that. We got John Patrick Jr. and Brian B. Catfishing, Anna Lakin, Fishing Fever Outdoors, Fishing the Rut. Mike Greenwell's in there. Cindy's in there fishing with the squirrel. Mark with catfish and crappie. Miss D is in there. Buckeye catfishing. Uh, Creole was in there. My buddy Chad. Billy Martin. I see uh, uh, Twisted Cat. I mean, Twisted Fishing. Frank, contact me, buddy. We need to talk. We talked the other day. Mo Creek's in here. Two stands. Uh, Mr. Greenwell, I think you done hollered at him. The Bullock Expenser, I seen they was on Avid Show the other night. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Dockery's in the house. Uh, Mike mm -hmm. Irvin, Chrissy Brown, KY Big Cats, and Bourbon. I think he likes bourbon, don't you? I don't know. Uh, but it sounds like me and him can get along. Nathan Lamb and Hook. There's Miss D's in the house with us tonight. Hello. Yippers. Oh, yeah. After the show, now I, I see uh, there's something else I need to talk to you after the show. So don't let me forget. Okay. Bluegrass Roadside. That's a new one for me. Uh, fishing with the squirrel. There's Cat uh, I hope I pronounce her name right. I, I'm i not sure I do. Um, Sharina. Sharina. Sharia, I think. But Hooks and Hammocks, Muskrat. Georgia Fisherman, Parker Pursuits, Ernie Brown. Uh, let's see. They are going fast. Brian B. There's Mark a Brian Brown. B. Catfishing. That looks like a new name. Jay yes, Clemens. Matthew Baker. Uh, David Garcher. Sean Abbey, old buddy. Big Slim. Mike Irwin. Yep. There's a Samson, and I'm sure there'll be a Simpson in here a little bit. Yep, Country Boy, Avid, Jason Lamb, Papa Ed, Fins and Finds, my buddy Bob from Springfield, Missouri. Uh, I won't call Mr. Dockery Mr., but <laughs> how you doing, old buddy? Catfish Fever and Outdoors. Hey, there's a good one right there. Look, it done went past me. Eridor Arco. Thank you very much for your donations, my friend. Yes, sir. We appreciate it much. Junior Proctor, Blue Dog Fishing, the man that makes one of the one of the best planer boards I have ever put my hands on. And believe you me, James, I've had my hands on plenty of them. They are yep. awesome. And if you, you want know, to he actually he actually coats that foam with a very protective rubber coating that most people don't do. Yep. Uh, yep. Even though the foam he uses is very, very durable, he wants to make sure that these will stand up to the abuse of a catfisherman. I'm telling you guys, if you need a planer board, if you are in the market, call Junior at least 
Take the time to check him out. You won't be sorry. Christina Dunnigan. Thank yep. you, Terador Arco. We appreciate it. Janice DeMint, how are you doing tonight? Let's see. Norm's in the house tonight with us. And uh, let's see. Yep. Christina, she must have she must have her husband tied up in the corner just letting him know. Well, that or she's beat on him a little bit. I'm not sure. Um James, I got to tell you, the other night I got asked into a show. Uh, I wasn't prepared for it. He wasn't prepared for it, but uh, Mike Greenwell asked me into his new show that he's having. I jumped in there Saturday night for a little little while and visit with him, and, man, did we have a good time. That, that was awesome. Uh, we went through that. Just lickety split. Seemed like the time just flies by. And, and you know, I've said this before, but when you're on the other end, not yep. not doing the show or asking the questions, but replying, it's completely different. But we had a great time. Of course, I'd known Mike for a while. I used to visit with him down at Monsters on the Ohio all the time. Just a super nice guy, and he's doing a great job. Wishing the very best. Yep. Uh, Wayne Smith, Moonlight Fishing. Man, we got they're still coming. Joe Buck's in the house with us tonight. Parker Pursuits. Parker Pursuits. Yes. You was fishing with a guy the other day, I believe it fell in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I seen that. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. Uh, it is going to happen. It, if you spend enough time on the river base, the creek base, whatever, you're going to get wet. You're going to get muddy. <laughs> and you're probably going to come back with some bruises and some scratches. That's right. Yeah. Catfish Fever Outdoors. Welcome, Alan Pierschala. I hope I got that right. Mr. Gadget. Mr. Gadget. Man, that's awesome to see all you guys in there. They're fishing with the Chad. We might have already said him, but it's okay if we say him again. Well, he got kind of smeared today. He was uh, yes, he did. face all over Facebook and yeah. sleeping. <laughs> Robbie Thompson. I would never do that to him, but his wife, D, might. Daniel yeah. Ishmael. <laughs> Ishmael's in the house. Uh, yeah, uh, Lyle, I took a bad tumble one day going down towards old hot hole. Got my feet tangled up in some old fishing line somebody had laid there. Bless and I Lord. reached out to, there's Finley Hills in the house, and I reached oh, out to grab to slow me down before I actually lost my balance and went head over heels. And what did I grab? A sawbrar. A what? A, well, we call it a sawbrar. It's a rar bush, and it's got thorns that come out on all the way around the, the stem, all the way around it, all the way up it. Oh. it, it, it it's just something. It looks like a gar's mouth that's all the way around. <laughs> and it ripped me and ripped between my fingers on the back of my hand, and it's a... It's a nasty son of a gun. Uh, now, I'm going to say something here, Lyle. Mr. Catbuster, uh, you're a North Carolina native. We do not do any kind of bashing, any kind of talk, uh, big time, whatever. Uh, so I would appreciate it if you do kind of keep that down. Uh, let's see. 
Yeah, I talked with Junior Proctor today for about an hour. Get on the phone with that boy. He's just like a brother. And Lyle, I've got, I have yet got to, to shake the man's hand. I haven't either, but I'm planning on her here before too awful long. J-Dog is on fishing. Jason, yeah. we're glad to have you in the show tonight. I hope your wife made it, and Stan Smith is here. But, yeah, I hope to get to see Junior when I come out to see you. Yeah. Which, you know what? That time is coming. Yes, sir. And it's ticking down quick. Uh, the dog tags are being labeled, Lyle. So, anybody, I do have uh, that gun computer now. It's trying to restart. Um, <laughs> if it does, you're going to hit me all by myself. Well, it's always trying to update because I never leave it plugged up at the house. And then I bring it up here and I open it up and start it up, and automatically it wants to try to restart up. Uh, right. Upload. There's Catfish uh, Bill. Reveal. Well, that got gone real quick. Hayes is uh, in here. Reveal Catfish. Against one of the students. Yep. Real uh, Bill. Man, yeah, we got a lot of them, James. Got a lot of new ones. Guys, don't forget, if you see new names and new faces in here, please Check out their channel, share and share the love and share the bait. I got yeah. to watching Flint Hill yesterday and or this morning, maybe it was on his new video, and I thought he had forgot to eat something during his video, but towards the end, he didn't forget. <laughs> I get Brian tears me up, man. He did. You know what? I I remember when he first started making videos, and man, he's doing a great job with them. Uh, I'm not a kayak guy, so to speak, but I sure enjoy watching him, and he catches them fish out there, and, and he's a big old boy to be in a kayak, so his coordination yes. level must be way up there, you know? Yes. Uh, but that's his niche. Is right. you, you gonna, you go, He's going to eat something in front of the camera for you, and if he don't, then they go, people's going to call him out on it. Uh but, he is a uh, guy. I, I did bring stuff up here to talk about the tournament. Yep. We'll do that towards later on towards the end of the show, if you don't mind. Nope, that's fine. Anytime you want to, you make it. To, yeah, yeah. I'm not a sardine eater, Brian. I'm sorry, buddy, but I can't do that. I mean, I'll try about anything, but I'm not eating them sardines. My father loves sardines and crackers. Man, the smell of them things, I can't get past that. So I'm going to have to pass <laughs> on that. <laughs> Yeah, Paul Paul said, yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> I couldn't either, Lyle. I never could get past the smell of them things. But uh, before we get too far, I ain't going to really talk about the bobber tonight, guys. But we are going to give a set of floats away tonight. But I want to tell everybody how to uh, uh, open these up and turn them off and on. So you just unscrew the bottom. I've had a lot of questions. I think a lot of people, Lyle, are scared they're going to break the light. I think so. And, and uh, guys and gals, righty tighty, lefty loosey. If you turn it to the right, you get a light. You turn it to the left, you cut it off. Easy. You're not going to tear it up. Easy peasy. And then screw it back in. Make it sure it screws up good and tight. There's a gasket in the bottom, and it's locked in and watertight. So, anyway, we're going to give a set of uh, – We'll give a set of paint with some way tonight, Lyle, when we get on into the night. For those that don't know, that piece of on James's shirt that is showing the background, that's where a cat bobber, a green one, is on his shirt, and it doesn't show up. 
What do you think about my new shirt, Clive? I like it. It's very nice. That's even nicer. Heck yeah, man. They look good. They look really yeah. good. Fishing. A lot of people said they like it because it's simple. I like simple. Yeah. I really Maurice Casing. Moonlight yes. fishing. Chunky. Hey, there's I seen Orvin in the house. He Irvin. must not be on the road tonight. Well, that's awesome. Always Irvin good to see old man in. I watched a little of his the other night. He was catching fish. Ryan Sweet, it's a friend of ours. Lives Carolina, here in Carolina catfish. Boy. Carolina catfish says you ought to give away a shirt. <laughs> Mister Melhorn, I've got to get some made. I really hadn't, didn't even think about selling these, Lyle. I just got me a few made to kind of advertise for myself. But I've got some requests, so I've got to get some made. There's Mister Dieter Melhorn, gracious with his presence tonight. Catmandu, my favorite name. Mr. Melhorn, boy, you are really spoiling him. I'm thinking about starting to call him Dieter the Chicken Man. I, you know, all of the people that go to these uh, catfish conferences over all the years that they've been having, yep. and that is about, other than on the phone, that's about the best time I have to spend with Dieter. And him and I usually have a little conflab where we sit down and go over things and talk about stuff that we don't talk about doing right. shows and things like that. And and we really get down to some serious conversation. And I missed that last year, and I've missed it again this year with Dieter. And um, uh, Dieter's a great guy, and everybody should be watching his shows and stuff. But uh, – uh, when you get used to doing that and seeing a guy once in a while and and you figure that you've got X amount of time to visit with them and then you don't get to do it for a couple of rounds, uh, it's it's really kind of sad and, and it bothers you a little bit. But, uh, Dieter, it's coming. And it will, will probably take us forever the next time to get caught up. Tara Blackburn, Skins and Scales, Mark Clark, Realville, uh, I seen another one just a second ago. Brian B. Catfishing, did we do that? Yeah, he was on up in there earlier. Uh, Chicken lost five to one yesterday. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> Ohio Catfishers, I love uh, Peter. But yeah, we miss all stuff. I got something I got to show you. All right. You know the speed clips that everybody's using on their hooks and different things for rigs and setups and stuff. I don't Very like the one, I, yeah, I don't like the ones that's got the V in them. I, I just don't. And the reason I don't is because if you get your hook or whatever you're attached to just right, it'll bind up in there and it'll be yep. off center, off kelter. Doesn't right. happen very often, but it only has to happen once for me. I still use those kind because that's what I got. Yeah. But I found some. I found these. That is a hundred pack. And if you'll see through the plastic, there's no V in those. Yeah. They're round on each end, just like a paper clip. Now, these are the small ones. Right. They make them all the way up to the great big ones that are 200 and some pound rated. These are around 100 pounds, which is for the average yeah. guy most enough. But I wanted these for for not specifically for catching big fish. Six dollars and change, Amazon. Well, I'll think about a hundred pound. If your reel only has, say, 
17 pound of drag, then that's all you're going to put on that clip. That's pretty much. <laughs> you know, yeah. between yeah. the flex of the rod, the stretch of the line, uh, people don't really under, I, I mean, I ain't saying all people. So let's discuss that a little bit while we're here live because we do have some new faces and stuff in, in our, the catfish community. Uh, we'll go over a few things like that, or that might be some, let's call it uh, misconceptions of uh, fishing. Sure. Uh, the drags, the bend of the rods, the stretch of the line. If you're not, if you don't use braid, if you use a mono, uh, I don't think braid has any stretch to it. If it does, it's very little. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong there, Lyle. you more of a, a braid user than I am. Um, but guys and gals out there with a properly set drag and the bow of your rod, the stretch of your line, unless you've got nicks or does crappy line or something, or you just haven't learned to tie good knots yet, you shouldn't have a fish to break off. That's right. Am I right? That's that's correct. Um, if you will let the – do you have the volume turned up a little bit? I'm getting some feedback, James. Uh, let me set back a little bit further. Okay. <clears throat> if you let the drag on your reel and the action of the top one-third of your rod do its job, you can catch a giant fish on light line just simply because it won't never get to that point. I personally see no reason, and I mean zero reason, for 25, 30 pounds of drag. Most of ours are set between 8 and 15 pounds. Right. I, I see no reason for more than that. It's just not. Um if that fish is fighting that hard, let him go. If he's if he is a flathead and you're worried about him getting in a brush pile on you, lock it down, get him out of there, and then release it a little bit. Because what'll happen is you'll forget that it's tightened up that tight. And then when you don't want it to be, it's too late and snap. I don't care what kind of line you got, it'll break. So yes. um I just I just let them run, let them do what they gotta do. I've never had one get in a brush pile that was running that I couldn't stop. Now, I've had them where I was at the edge of a brush pile, and they got in it, and I couldn't get them out, but not when they was took off running towards one. I just uh, – Right. Well, you know, and I know like Justin Wampus Cat, he likes the 7,000 because it does have a little more drag, but he will throw right into them. And he uses it to get them fish up and turned away from them. Exactly. And then he loosens them up because the more line you get back on your reel and the closer to the boat that that fish gets, that hard lunge can be more than what your line rating is. That's right. With, the, with your rod tip coming into play and your drag system, that's where you can overcome those hard lunges. That's correct. Uh, and, you know, I've heard so many people talk about breaking hooks. And I know sometimes you can get a bad hook. And yeah. I know some hooks are harder as far as being tempered that if you scar them with, let's say, a pair of metal pliers, they can break. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, uh, I had a run when everybody else was having runs of Gamagatsu's breaking. Right. They got that fixed. I busted yes. a few of them. Didn't bust that many, but a few. When you're tournament fishing, it only takes one, and you get a sour taste. Right. But they, they I, I haven't used any of them since, but I don't hear of anybody having problems with their hooks anymore. And I personally think that they had a tooling uh, problem with that where it was crimping or, or scratching yes. uh, those those hooks because it's just like a graphite rod. If there's a scratch in the finish on that rod, if it breaks, that's where to break because yep. the finish, once that finish is off, it allows stuff to soak up in there and, and they right. get a weak spot in them. Uh, if you know a rod builder and you have scratched a graphite rod, take it to him and let him put a coat of finish over top of that. It'll save you a lot of heartache. Cindy and I have almost exclusively went to graphite rods since I found rods that are durable enough. They're light. They're easier to get in and out of the rod holders. Um, they're, they just don't weigh as much as the e-glass stuff does. Yeah, the, the first ones that was coming out, and I've had some, I've had some of the older graphite rods that first come out. Yeah. Fell great in the hand, had a lot of great action, but they were easy to bust. Easy right. to break. Yep. Uh, no. yeah. And and it really wasn't from normal use. It was them times that maybe you you leaned against it too hard against the side of your boat or something <laughs> and put it in that unusual position and they popped. Uh I think they got a lot of that worked out. Well, I'm gonna tell you something, James, and a lot of people won't might not understand it or not believe it, but I see guys all the time. I can't raise that arm up. But they're taking the tip of the rod and they're bending them way over, way over. The rods are not designed for that. They're designed to bend all the way from the grips all the way through the tip, not just at the top when you're holding it up there and you're bending it over. And every time somebody does that, I cringe because I know that they've done they've done damage to that blank. Now, it won't, might not break right then, and they might fish with it a long time. But the first time it gets in a big bind, especially if they wasn't with the spine of the rod, if they was off to one side or other, the spine of it, they have broke fibers in there. And the first time they get it, the rod in a bad situation, it'll go down there and snap. That's It'll snap right there where the fibers broke. And some people say, oh, you're full of crap. I promise you, it happens all the time. I, it just, they're not made to do that. They're made to bend all the way through the the with the length of the rod right and i've seen them so many times bend them like that lyle and they actually bending them opposite of what the backbone is designed for That's you know if it's a casting rod they'll have it turned upside down and the eyes is like a spinning rod yep. i thought well you're a dumb tail that ain't even the way he was designed to be being anyway That's right. and i've had rod builders that has been building rods forever Tell me that it doesn't matter where the spine of a rod is on a spinning rod because you're pulling down on it so it don't make no difference. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, everyone that goes out of here is spined correctly, and I don't have to worry about it, and I have very few of them ever say anything against a break or, or anything like that. Uh, Daniel Isabel had a question. He said, Lyle and James, I cannot find anything on YouTube for my question and a lake. Should I fish the river going in or going out? It's not in you're not in tidal water, are you, Daniel? If he's in tidal water, then that's a your question because I don't know about tidal water. 
I don't have a question. I don't, I mean, I, I hear different people talk about tidal waters, catch them in and out. Uh, ask the question in here, Daniel, because we know, I know there's a few in here that do. I fish thought he was from Texas, and if that is the case, I would be fishing at the mouth of where it comes into the lake, and if there's any current up in it, I'd be in that. Definitely. Because I like current. Right. Uh, I know Junior Proctor fishes the uh, Santee River down there, the Cooper River. And I think it's kind of a tidal water type of river. Uh, and some other guys in here, actually Chunky fishes tidal water, don't he? Yes, he does. Uh, so there's some guys in here that can answer them questions for you, Daniel. We'll get you an answer. We might not have it if it's tidal water, but if it's not, we'll find the answer for you. And if anybody's in here and you don't want to put all that onto, uh, into chat, just send it to me on my phone, and I'll read it out to them. Absolutely. Uh, in the house. Uh, Half so crazy's good. in here. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I guess that's uh, kind of lead up into another another thing that we want. I want to talk about a little bit is that some of the myths that some of the young people might or the new to catfishing might come across or have heard all their lives that we can try to help there's filling drags in the house uh help either confirm or confirm it either way right or wrong mm -hmm. mm. you gotta fish the deepest holes to find the biggest catfish that's a false that's false. <laughs> now, there'll be fish in them holes. Sometimes you can catch them and sometimes you can't, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're the biggest ones in whatever body of water you're fishing because they are they eat and feed at all areas in the water column up and down. Has yep. life. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. You can catch them from one foot down to 100 foot. That's right. I just seen somebody else that we hadn't called out. I'm sorry, James. Still oh, out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that Moonlight Fishing, is that is that a new name? I've been here before, but uh, we're glad to have them back. Uh, it's They're awesome right. to see them in here. But, That's yeah, um, I, am, I am not considered a shallow water fisherman unless I'm going after bait. Mike's Thanks, Outdoor Mike. Adventures, thank you so much. Um, Cindy has scolded me a number of times because I won't fish uh, shallow water. I'm trying to get better at it. My, I like my favorite um, depth is is between 15 and 45 feet. Uh, I would prefer it around 30 or 35, but you don't always find fishing in that. Uh, and now with side scan. Right. On all these depth finders, there is no reason not to fish shallow water because you can find them. And I also have a 360 imaging, so I can find them with that, too. Uh, Johnson boys, John boys catfishing. How you doing, John boy? Um, all right, another one. Catfish always feed on the bottom. No, that's false also. 
They will also feed all the way through the water column. And Especially flatheads. And flatheads. Flatheads <laughs> got eyes on top of their head. They're looking up all the time. They're not looking down. That's a fact. And, and if you'll notice, people, a flathead has an undercut. I mean, yeah, he's got an underbite. Is yes. that what you call it? Mm-hmm. So he can grab things. Uh, that old, uh, what's his name down there on Santee Cooper? That, oh, man, we just had him on the show a month ago. Uh, dang. Jeff Coe. John Mr. Jeff Coe. Yeah. He, uh, he actually catches them on the surface of the water, guys, freelining behind planter boards. That's pretty cool. Still the outdoors. I love my 360 imaging. I wish it was a mega, but it is not. And I haven't had it long enough to justify trading it in for the new model. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what you can find on it that sticks in my mind is bedding crappie or bluegill better than anything I've ever seen. Uh, they look like divots um, in, a, in a grid. Uh, I love that. The reason I wanted it was when I was drifting or, or anchored, if I seen fish, if I had it, to where it would show the top half of it in the towards the front of the boat, I wanted to be able to see fish coming at me, and then I could adjust or move over and and, and see which rod was about to get hit. It's not as good at that as as I was hoping for, but right. it does work. You can see them, uh, but you have to really adjust and fine tune it to get it in there. But man, for finding beds on bluegill and crappie, it is. It's something else. I see Miss Cross is in the house tonight, and a total angling experience is in there. Uh, Dieter, fact or fiction? <laughs> zombies will not eat a catfish during the zombie party. It is great to see Betty in the house. I hope Brandon is in here. I didn't see him yet, but I got a feeling that D taking that picture of Chad has started up something because. I seen yep. Betty took a picture of Brandon sleeping. You ladies are going to get us guys in trouble if you keep that up. I'm, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. They started they started some trouble what they're <laughs> doing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Miss Betty, I can't believe you were so close to North Carolina that you didn't give me a holler. Um if you drove down to there, you can come to the tournament April the 17th up here on Lake Wiley and I'm visit with Mr. Wiley and all of us here. James, did you see the size bluegill she caught? Oh, that's some Carolina bluegills. That was a giant, man. Hey, I'm telling you, that was uh, down around some of that areas down there, Lyle. That was an average size bluegill. Wowza. Wow. You know what? Really? I uh, I actually talked to a gentleman that's going to do a show with us here one of these days. That's got a, a replica or a mount of a four pound some uh, shell cracker that was caught out there, and he had another one that was four point four point two pounds, and he's got a friend of his that's got one that's three pounds and something. Now. Yep. Them some big old sunfish. Well, Lyle, years ago, we stopped on the side of Interstate 85 where it crosses over Lake Wiley. And it's up in the river section of the lake. Uh, mm -hmm. 
going to go down there, never fish down there, you know, off the bank. We're just going down there, check it out, just carried a couple rods. And there was two men and a little boy. Little boy, I think back now, was probably about six, seven years old, maybe eight at the most. He had a shell cracker in a five-gallon bucket. There was no room for anything else in that five-gallon bucket. His daddy had to literally lie, bend that fish to get him to go into the top of the bucket. All I had was $20 in my pocket. I offered that boy $20 for that fish. He wouldn't take it. Of course, well, it would go around turd, but, you know. Was it Brian yesterday that had that giant shed? Yes. In that video of his? Man, what a stud that was. Yes. So they're out there long. Uh, yeah. That was a, a shell cracker gets huge. They do. But there's some ponds around that there's some bluegill in it. Them old black knotty head bluegill, they get huge. Uh, Mr. Gadget says, Lyle, question. If you did not build a fishing rod and had to pick another casting rod, what rod would you buy and why? Well, to be quite honest, um, I would have to do some comparisons to figure out, because it's been so long since I've actually bought a casting rod. Now, I bought, I forgot our bait rods one day, we're going to a tournament, and I had to buy Cindy and I some rods uh, down at Bassamore to catch bait with when we was down there in a tournament, but um, I haven't bought a casting rod in 30 years. 25 years, long time. I don't know how long. Maybe it ain't been that long, but it's been a while. And although I have had most all of them in my hands, um, and I have done repairs on the majority of them at some time or another, there's some that I specifically would not own. And I'm not going to go into what right. they are or whose they are. There are some that I would specifically not own. There would be a handful of probably six to 12 that I would look at and determine which one was best suited for me. Because I got to tell you, Mr. Gadget, while we're at this, I'll just go into something here. What is a great rod for James Smith might not suit me. And what I think is a great rod might not suit James or you or anyone else. One of the biggest things that I've said all these years, if I built rods, uh, especially with colors and stuff that I like, nobody buy them because nobody likes what I like. And that's, that's why it's, you can make them any color you want, but I like a medium fast tip on a rod. I, I don't like specifically really stiff rods unless I'm down at Memphis or someplace with heavy current. Um, now, for bumping, I like a lightweight rod. I like it to weigh seven, eight ounces, and I like it to be stiff, but I want it to be sensitive. Uh, every, there's just so many variables on what it would be, and I'd have to go through these because, like I say, I haven't I haven't done any for James Dockery stop. <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't bought any for a long time, and like I say, uh, we've done lots of giveaways over the years with lots of different rods, and a lot of them was very nice. There are some out there that claim they got this in them and that in them, and that's just that's it's just simply not true. They can tell you they got this and that, but 
Them guys in China will put anything on them decals you want them to as long as you pay yep. your bill. They don't care because they don't, yep. they're not, they're not held to the standards we are in the United yep. States. And yep. it's just that simple. Yep. So, you know, Got a, that's an honest, that's as honest an answer as I can give you. Mud Tramp. Uh, Mike work. Chavez in the house. We got Team Crow. Uh, I was trying to see a couple of names while you was talking about Sunfish. Uh, uh, Maxi Cat. Sunfish Assassins. I, I was, see, uh, I I see was Mike Lewis. Team Whisker Ticklers has made it. Yep. There's Mark. Maxi Cat. Yep. Mark's in the house. Appreciate that. Everybody coming in. Um, now, what's a myth that you can think of, Lyle, that we might need to approve or disapprove or give credit to? Well, I don't know if this is a myth or not, but I see everybody wants to get their fish hooked in the corner of the mouth. And that's a safe bet. If you hook one in the corner of the mouth, it's probably going to get in your boat if you get a big hunk of that gristle. Yeah. Personally especially on flatheads, I would rather that it go around the bottom jaw, and I mean all the way around the bone and come out. If you get around that bone, you got him. I don't care. If that hook don't break, he's not coming off. If I could design a hook to do that every time, I would do it. And people say, oh, no, you got you to get him in the corner of the mouth. That's, that's horse crap. Yeah, yeah. They'll come undone there, and you won't get them all the way through. Sometimes you'll just get a little bit. I've yep. seen Dieter talk about whisker hook, and I've actually seen him hook them in the yep. whisker on his shows. But so many times they're just caught, just barely. Yeah, pull out or break off when you get them to the boat, or if you don't dip net them and get them dip net the right the first time, they go. They gone. That's right. Yep. You get it around that lower jaw, buddy. It ain't, unless that hook breaks or your line breaks, they're with you. You they ain't going no place. That would no. be something that I would prefer to happen, but I don't right. see it happening. Mike Turner. Yep. Uh, we had another one in here too that I'm not. I've not seen. I don't think there's Robbie's in the house with us tonight. Oh, good to see you, Robbie. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Uh, Dale, his his hay slip. I don't think we'd called his name out yet. Um, James? Yes, sir. 123 people in here right now. Well, I'm Thank so you. happy that we got all these people in here. And and for you that are watching our show, when, when we get done here in about 20 minutes, you can go watch Catfish and Crop because Mr. Mark is going live right after Catfish Weekly. He's moved to Monday nights, and it should be a great show tonight. That's right. I about forgot about him coming on after our show. We might yeah. have to stay over about 15 minutes just to mess with him, Ryle. Well, I think you should. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I, I got to promise you, James, I'm going to be messing with you. Yeah, I'm just aggravating Mark. Uh, that's cool. Uh, thank the world of Mark. He's good people. has a good show. I, I never will forget him filling in and helping you uh, when I was having issues with my shoulder and didn't feel like I just it wasn't that I couldn't have done them shows. I just didn't feel like it. And he jumped up. Chad Nolte, welcome. I just didn't feel like doing them. And uh, he he was a great co-host for you. You guys done a, a bang up job. Hey, there's Catherine McTee. That's what I was getting ready to say. You should know who that is. 
Yeah, great on the show the other night. I enjoyed her, Jolene, and Rosalind. It was Brown, too. Yes. Oh, they just want to – didn't they just come in second place in the tournament? I think they did. Yeah, I think they did. Man, they are some great folks. I I enjoyed that show you did with them uh, very much. They they just they're just really super nice people. I want to get her and Jolene and a couple of them other women and do a show on closer to the chick fights. Now I'm gonna tell you something, James. I don't know if you heard it the other night, but there's there's been some people after Cindy to do a show with them. Yeah. And she told them she couldn't do a show with them because you was first in line. Thank you, Miss Cindy. And I, she never said she would do one. Right. Kind of lean like you might be talking her into it now. I don't know if you can or not, but she she said you was first, and and uh, man, you got to respect somebody for that. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I've been told that a few times, Lyle. Yep. <laughs> but I, I know Miss Cindy would hold true to her word. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And uh, and and if she would feel, and you know, we'll talk about it later, but. If she would feel more comfortable with maybe having somebody that she's fished against or with another lady mm-hmm. to come in with on that show, then that would be great too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, well, she hasn't fished like, with too many, but she has fished with Hannah and Nikki Ishcomer, and right. uh, that in itself would be pretty good. <laughs> Just say. I'll be making that phone call tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, right. There's only been one chick fight, and they want it going away. So, Right. Uh, well, there's one coming up that I hope that it gets to go this year. I know that, you know, there's a freaking virus or whatever, that Chinese virus. Has got yeah, a lot of- we're so sick of that. They will have or they won't have, you know. That's right. That's the that's the determining factor about a bunch of stuff that's going to take place later this year. Michael Leslie, welcome. Uh, uh, but now let's go back to what you said a little while ago. What works for me might not work for you. What works for you might not work for me. Absolutely, and ladies and gentlemen, that goes with everything that has to do with fishing. That's right. Everything. That's right. You use those products also. It's, you know, like Lyle, he knows that right now he's limited with his shoulder, giving him a fit. I'm limited because of my back. But that might cause us to fish the same, the same technique, the same line, the same rod reel. Everything can be the same. But there's something a little bit different, by the way. Lyle will be casting, or the way he's reeling, or the way I'm reeling. There could be all the difference in attracting that fish to your bait as not to. That's right. It might might all have to do with if you're a smoker or not a smoker, or whether you spit on your bait or didn't spit on your bait. Correct. Correct. Uh, We, um, you know, right now, you're talking about my shoulder. Right now, I, I don't know how much reeling one in and fighting the fish would be the issue. I know I would have problems with that if it was very big, but to be quite honest, James, the biggest problem is if Cindy or I, either one got a big fish, you know, 60, 70, 80 pounder, 
it'd be hard for us to get it in the boat. Uh, her bad knees and my bad shoulder. I got to tell you, folks in chat, don't never get old. Getting old just sucks. It really does. Yeah. Well, where did golden years at? Uh, the golden years, my hind end. You know, <laughs> um, give me them 30s and 40s and 50s back. But, uh, uh, you know, like I say, I, I'm more concerned about that than I am uh, reeling in because if I have trouble, I can always hand the rod to her and right. she can get it in. No question. So I wanted to mention that I forgot to do this a while ago. Uh, Mark with Catfish and Crappie show after us. His guest tonight is none other than Skip Stewart. There you go. That'll so be good. That's going to be a great show for him. Uh, Junior Proctor said, and you know, guys and gals, we do ask if you want us to announce a, a tournament that you're having or you're going to be in that you want to bring a little thing, let us know. We're not going to dedicate a whole show to it. But we don't mind giving shout-outs to it. And if you don't mind, if we do, follow up with some results. We don't, we'd don't. we love to give, you know, first, second, third, and big fish results of those tournaments. Uh, Junior Brockner was talking about James Monster Quest Tournament, March the 19th and 20th at Black's Camp on Santee Cooper. That would be a fun tournament. That lake is really turning back on. Thank you, Becca. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. There's words can't describe uh, what these uh, donations mean to us uh, as far as getting shipping out and buying decals for you guys. And by the way, for those that you don't know it, we do have Catfish Weekly decals. We have them in black and white. I might have one in purple or two. Um, we also have the the uh, CPR decals. It's up in the corner. You can see them up there. We're really proud of those. Those was designed by a friend of mine several years ago for our rods. And um, I had a so sweet young lady change that into Catfish Weekly and take the rod stuff off. And uh, I really, really like that. I hope everybody else does. If you're interested in those, contact me. And if you're out catching fish, I have the poundage club all the way up to 90 pounds now. And they start at 10. So if you get anything over 10 pounds, the first one's free. After that, they're on you. Um, we're happy to do that. We want everybody to have them up and down their boat. We're going to – well, James, I had the – water getting the gas tank of my boat i've been fighting that with this bad shoulder all the time so we get figured out what's going on with it and i, I put the carpet in my boat well i got to thinking about that and the gas gauge didn't work so i ripped it all out ordered a sending unit it come in today i've been waiting on that baby it was here about 15 minutes, and it was already in the boat. So now I just got to put the floor back in, fix a little piece there where I had to take it out, and we're going to get ready to do some. I haven't been in a hurry because everything is iced up, but Cindy and I went out Saturday and drove around all over the place and found a boat ramp that had people launching and taking in and out. I had a big spot of open water that nobody else had, and they was in there fishing. Boats was all over the place. So I'm saying by the temperatures that we're having now and the uh, uh, 
wind blowing like it has been that we will have clear fishing by the end of the week. It's just around the corner, ain't it? It is. You see Mr. Melhorn, he said, wants to know if it's 90 pounds in a day or one fish or how do you add that up? It's one <laughs> fish. It's one fish, but you know, Dieter, if you catch it without chicken, I'll send you two. <laughs> I seen him the other day, and he sent a message to us in chat. But um, he actually uh, he does he's fair about it. He fishes with his chicken, and he fishes with what is that fish you guys got out there that you catch a lot of? White perch. White perch. And he's using both and, and giving them a fair benefit. I just like to give him crap, you know. Um, right. I got a message from someone in chat, bless her heart. Betty Jean said, if I give away a catfish weekly decal, that she would pay for it. But Betty, you do not have to do that. We're going to we're gonna give one of these away. In fact, we might give two away. What do you think? That sounds like a winner to me. Let me load these up. If you can... Uh, Keep people entertained or argue with Dieter. Total angling experience. Yep. We are so glad to have you at Catfish Weekly tonight. It's awesome to see you in here. I hear you, Frank. Go ahead and get you a boat. He's talking about his wife's going to let him get him a boat. I thought Frank I, had a boat. I did, too. I think he I think he canoes and kayaks down them rivers. Oh, and stuff. that's what it is. Yeah, I bet it is. He's got some good looking daggum little rivers. I don't know. I can't remember exactly where he said he's at, but I'd be having me a gold pan in my hand out there because some of them places. He's in look Indiana, good. isn't he? He might be. Yeah, I he swear. might be. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, guys and gals, find what is comfortable for you. Something that you know most loud. For ninety percent of the fish that we catch out there, there's probably not a rod and reel on the market that will not put them on the boat or in on the bank. That's true. All right. Now, if you're a heavy fisherman, you're gonna fish every day of the week. Then, yeah, you need to save your money and start stepping up to a little bit better products. But get something, go fishing, start trying different stuff from different people. You know, somebody's got to say an abu. Say, hey, man, let me throw that out there and let me reel it in. Let me feel how it feels in my hand to see if that's something that I might want to pursue. Uh, somebody's got an ugly stick rod. Try it. Ugly sticks has put a lot of fish on the boat, ain't it, Lyle? They have. Tons and tons. One, one of the longest running, most uh, caught. It's like an old 30-30 deer rifle. What's killed more animals than a 3030? And I feel the same way about the ugly sticks. What's caught more fish than an ugly stick? And I don't just mean catfish. Yes. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about bass, crappie, bluegill, perch. There's an ugly stick and has been one for many years for just about everything on the market. So uh, I think everybody at one time or another has bought one. They're not that expensive and they last a long time. Can and you, you can find them in a lot of different places, Walmart yeah. and other places. I don't, I don't, I don't shop Walmart and never will again. But you can find them there, and you can find them in a lot of different places. Um, and at one time, Lyle, really, that was probably the strongest rod on the market beside Custer. 
Yep, I would agree. I've got them all loaded up. Give me a number between one and five, James. Let's start out right in the middle with number three. That'll work. One, two, three. And the winner is Dakota Purier, P-U-R-Y-E-A-R. Dakota, if you will contact us after the show, just send a message to Catfish Weekly on Facebook or Cat, uh, Catfish Weekly TV at gmail.com and send me your shipping address. I'll get one of these decals right out to you. And thank you so much for watching Catfish Weekly. That was awesome. I've never seen that, never seen that name in chat. I didn't, but it showed up, so I'm pretty right. sure it was there. <laughs> right, right. If we did miss you and you're still in here, I apologize and congratulations. Uh, we try to shout out everybody in chat. Uh, so spin it up one more time. Let's give a set of these pink floats away before we run out of time, Lyle. Well, I can do that, my man. Uh, give me another number, though. Let's go with number two. One. Two. Two. And the winner is Fins and Fines, my buddy Bob out of Springfield, Missouri. There you go, Bob. Get a hold of me, and uh, we'll set you up with a set of these pink ghost floats. And you do turn them on by unscrewing the bottom and twisting the light. That's right. Fins and, and Fines are Fins and Fines. Uh, total angling experience. Uh, if you get a chance in the next few days, Give me a send me a message or email me or something. I got a question to ask you. Just contact me through Messenger or text me at 704-600-8369. We'll get them out to you. While we're at it, let's load up. I got them loaded up. Let's go ahead and give away another one of these decals. Sound like a winner. Number one, your favorite number. It is my favorite. How did you know? <laughs> Mike Outdoors Adventures. Mike, same deal. Give me a message. On Facebook or email me at catfishweeklytv at gmail.com. I get confused. Now that we have Panfish Weekly and Catfish Weekly, it's all the same, two different email addresses, and I get confused. Uh, but I just start doing a ticker across the bottom with the email on there. So I need to do that, and I hate to say too much because I hate to give James Dockery and, and Fitcher and <clears throat> any more ammo. They don't need it. You, no. add, you know, you guys, when you add, when you comment on their post when they're after me, you're not really not helping me at all. You, you're just not. Um, them guys, they um, they don't need any more ammunition. They really don't. Couple uh, of dandy guys, though. They, yeah. you know, and, and James and I, we we batter each other a lot, but I'm going to tell you, there's not anybody in the world. Uh, him and Sonny Parker do more for children in their area and helping kids than anybody I know in the sport of fishing. And, and God bless them for that. Uh, James and Katie, they do a ton of stuff for kids. They work very closely with the Missouri Department of Conservation, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I think so much of James and Katie, uh, it's sure not because he gives me any uh, less bull because he piles it on, but I would do him the same way. But they do do outstanding work for kids and, and teach teaches classes and helps them learn and do all kinds of stuff. And 
And uh, that is so important. And there's only certain people that are able to do that. And he happens to be one of them. Yes, I am talking about Sleeping Beauty. (laughs) Frank said, don't give them, just say, give them some mortars. They're going to be lobbing mortars at you. Oh, they probably will, but that's okay. I mean, I I, I can pretty much handle it. I I mean, I've told them guys and everybody else, um, geriatric jig company. (sighs) Here we go. Uh, If you can't take it, don't dish it out. I can take yeah. it. I, I yeah. can, I've been handling it a long time, and that's simply because I like to dish it out too. So that's that's the way it works. Uh, yes, oh, sir. you guys, send me your shipping addresses on these uh, decals. Specify yes. if you want black or white, please. There you go. Uh, Long. I guess we got just a few more minutes before. Well, we ain't got but like three minutes left. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> If you don't mind, let me shout the, the tournament out right quick and uh, before we get out of here. Okay. Guys and gals, especially some of you that hasn't heard yet, if you're close to North Carolina or if you want to drive, Mr. Lyle's going to be driving a lot of hours to come out here and fish this tournament. It is the American Heroes Catfish Tournament, April the 17th, 2021, on Lake Wiley, North Carolina. It's right outside of Charlotte. Uh, if you look up Charlotte on the map, you can find it pretty easy. The ter- I'm, ho- I'm hosting this tournament. It's $50 per team or $25 for, per bank fisherman. And like, we got quite a few bank fishermen coming. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to have a place set up that they can hold their fish will be held and tagged for the way in. Uh, but guys and gals, this tournament is for Camp Centurion. Uh, hold up a minute. Uh, and Camp Centurion is a veteran's home that, uh, well, it went too big. Uh, it's a veteran's home for rehabilitating veterans. It's a home that I'm working with to try to get this thing done. Uh, please come and join us. Make sure you fly the American flag on your boat. That is the first and most important requirement in this tournament. But guys and gals, each and every one of us can do what we're doing because of veterans. Absolutely. Without our veterans, there would be no YouTube. We would have to get permission to go fishing, and then the government would take a half of all of our fish to feed somebody else. That's right. Uh, ain't hey, that right now, team Cam Mayo's in the house. Yes. A lot somebody of good people. You're very familiar with. Yes. Um, and actually, you had somebody to call me yesterday, Lyle, and said a veteran had heard about the tournament and wanted to know if he could come fishing with him. That's so all. That is getting around to our veterans. It, it is. Um, this is Crappie Kitchen Adventures. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. You got in just before we're getting ready to leave because we are going to make room for the new kid on the block. Catfish and Crappie's going live right now. Thanks for watching. Be sure to tune in to Panfish Weekly Thursday night at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. See you then. God bless.